Welcome to the official podcast of the Sydney Cricket Ground. Each episode, we will be bringing to you interviews from sports teams, players, live events, plus reliving some of the ground's most historic moments. Subscribe now to make sure you don't miss an episode and let us know who you want to hear from next. Adam Lewis, Curator SCG, how are you? Good, Tim, how are you? Oh, real good. Great to have you on the, the SCG podcast. And um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a good time of year, isn't it? I know it's, it's, it's a busy time for you because, uh, and all the focus is on uh, the pitch and the ground and everything, but it's a good time of year. Yeah, it is good. It's um, This is our grand final, the, the New Year's test, so, you know, we, we build up to the whole year for this. So, yeah, it's very exciting. Stressful, but so exciting in the same same breath. It's interesting, yeah, you've got to say stressful. You've got to say quick stressful. <laughs> but it is exciting. Because uh, how long, this is your third go at it. Uh, so there's, a, I'm sure, a level of comfort um, because everything everything comes with its own secrets. Uh, and as time goes by, you pick them up, don't you? That's correct, yeah. You, um, time goes by, but this is, um, you know, feeling a little more comfortable now and um, getting to know the square. Uh, it's, it's funny, you... Um, as a curator, you, um, you you work in your field for such a long period of time, but each square has its own characteristics. Mm. So just working out, you know, each wicket and how they play. So, um, so I'm really enjoying it. So how far out from uh, the first ball being bowled that first day of the Sydney Test match, do you know which pitch you're going to go with? Um, it, it's it's about a six month pro, um, program. We sort of like to stick with the uh, wicket five or wicket six. They're generally in the middle of the ground. Um, and then we wait and see how we get through winter um, to see which one comes up the best. And we just work on them um, all the way through. So so as you two are uh, singing uh, with or without you and uh, there's uh, Swans games and there's Big Bash games, you've got in the back of your mind Wicked five, wicked six, because that's what you're leading towards. Yeah, that's correct. Um, so we're trying to protect that all the way through the, the season. And uh, how are you at the moment? How, how's it all looking? We've had no rain, of course, and we're all uh, desperate for rain right across Australia. Uh, thankfully, there's a couple of bores here, so you've got access to water. Yeah, we are very lucky here at the SCG. Um, the two bores were have been down in the ground for a long period of time now, so so we draw on about eighty percent of them. Um, and then we top up if we need to with potable, um, which is not very often. So um, we're pretty lucky in that aspect. How how far out from the start of the test do you generally get given the ground in the sense of there's no more games here? Okay, this is all about the test. Um, we've given five days for prep. For, so our last game this year is our big bash game on the 28th. Um, that's our local derby with the, the Thunder, Sydney Thunder. Um, and then after that, we have full access to, to get ready um, for the test. But we're working on that test wicket, you know, weeks in advance. So um, I've already cut it out and started some early rolling on it um, already. So I'll, I'll um, let that kick back over Christmas and then get into it straight after the, the Thunder game. In that lead into the five days also, you because there's all different signage and sponsors for various forms of the game and sports, isn't there? So you've got to get rid of that get a new one on that's correct yeah we we um we we try and wash them out as soon as we we finish the games um and then we've got to try and cut them out here before tell us about the bulleye bulleye soil because uh, we've had chats we have the curators <laughs> breakfast during the the test match but it's only accessed by a certain amount of people but here the podcast 
anyone can have a listen to this. The, the bull ice soil, it's unique to this ground and there's a, an awful lot of it in supply. Yes, we're really lucky. Um, the SCG um, Trust bought um, about uh, 90 odd tonnes um, a fair while ago now. Um, we've just got it contracted with Collins uh, Soil Company um, and we just need to make a phone call they process it and deliver it for us. So um, we've got a, a supply of about 90 years, I think. <laughs> so you and I are. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> oh, why is it so good? Um, it's just got its own characteristics. It's got a higher uh, clay content, um, but it just the way that it breaks up and crumbles up, um, which just helps the spin bowls here you know, at the SCG. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's a, it's a good sort of work with. Is that what we're expecting? An atypical Sydney wicket? There has been changes and variables as time's gone on, but is that what we're looking at? A bit of life for the first couple of days and then it will deteriorate to be a good wicket for spinners late? Yeah, that's exactly what we try to do. Um, and and that's, that, that's something I've been trying since I got here, just trying to keep up tradition. Um, the SCG's got a great tradition of being a spinner's wicket, so um, I'm just lucky that if I get the right weather, the uh, the weather does that for me and it's able to break up and take spin in the last few days. So um, it's good to have a couple of shield matches too leading into that gives me a little bit of practice um, on preparing you know, the four and five day wickets. So uh, we've had some really good success so far this year. Uh, the two shield wickets that we prepared, um, even though they were slightly different to each other, they, um, they still took a lot of spin in the last couple of days which is what we're after. Do you find a lot of people give you advice? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gives me advice. <laughs> so you've got to have a nice filter on. Yeah. Oh no, it's good. People give advice, that means they're keen and they're you know they they love their sport. So you know I'm happy to listen to to everyone. Yeah and you just gotta say thank you so much for that. That's um, great. And then you make your own decisions <laughs> on what you do with it. Uh, because at the end of the day you're the one who's responsible. So um have you grown into that role as well, where there's a fair bit of focus on, on, on your position come around uh, Sydney Test? Yeah, I um, part of being a curator, you, 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 you can't please everyone. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in the spotlight a little bit more, but they're the challenges that, that we like. Um, we just like to provide the best service that we can um, for each particular for user of sport that's played at the SCG. So, look, I'm you know, I'm, I've got to have pretty thick, strong shoulders to to get the old criticism from everyone, but um, I don't think I'd have it any other way. Got a good staff behind you, good team. Tell, tell us about the, the size of your team. And Yeah, we've got um, we've got 12 on staff, um, 11, 11 groundsmen uh, consisting of, you know, gardener and apprentices um, and one mechanic. And um, I've got an assistant in uh, Tom Fay. Um, Tom's came from Melbourne. He was to our C at Monica Oval. Um, he's made his way up from Melbourne, but he's got experience from overseas as well uh, at well, Wimbledon uh, and also um, he brings another type of knowledge to the guys uh, as well. So we've got a lot of young guys coming through that are very keen, asking a lot of questions and um, and I'm really happy with them. They're, they're young. We was just Talking about it the other day, I've got I've got five guys um, this year that have never experienced a test match, so that's going to be a learning curve for them. 
um, and I'll basically just be telling them to enjoy it um, and to take it all in because it, even though we work all year for it, it actually goes really quickly. And look, you and I are similar ages and been around a little while. It's quite nice, isn't it, when the grey hairs come in that you can actually hopefully be uh, a mentor uh, and bring this next generation through so when we're doing other things in our lives there's a there's a nice legacy left for them to carry it forward yeah definitely um, that's how I've been through my career as well I like to teach all the guys uh, everything so um, you know their, their, their knowledge is, is you know valuable so yeah. um, they all know uh, what I know if I can teach them as much as I can then they're looking good what about the roller? What about the old escort engine? We're always talking about the old escort. <laughs> Tell us more about that because we've got the, we've got the, give us a little bit of the, the history of the roller and how old it, it is. Nine, I think it's 1964, the roller. Um, Bereford and Perkins, uh, it's an English roller. Um, I've been told it's only been, the engine's been replaced once with an escort. Okay. Um, but the, the actual cylinders themselves is just, the way they built them back in the olden days is incredible. So um, they just seem to roll up really, really well for wickets. That is. So, um, but no, we look after it. Uh, we get the boys. We wash it. Uh, we try to keep it clean most of the year. But coming test time, we use a good polish and a good clean. Um, so she's looking good for, for everyone to see. What about the sense of history of this ground? I love it. I, I remember when I was a boy in the seventies, and my dad had bring us all out here, a big family, and you know, in the shell or candy coated, the peanuts would come in the old bob stand. What, what about being, uh, you know, owning a bit of the legacy of this place? Yeah, it's, um, well, as you're aware, this has been a dream of mine to always uh, work at the SCG. I, I, um, in my in my head, coming through as greenkeeper at, at um, Hurstful Oval, I just knew that if I just put my best foot forward and did the best I could, that one day I could have a chance of becoming the curator of the SCG. I knew the story of Tommy Parker. Um, I knew he worked as a on a council ground, Bankstown, um, and he did the same thing, same processes. He prepared the best wickets he could, uh, got a great name for himself, and then he was able to, to work his way um, to the SCG. So I knew that that had happened before. Um, and I knew that if I just did my absolute best, um, that one day that I could have a chance of, of being the curator of the SCG. Um, for that to, to come true was an absolute dream of mine. Um, and I still walk in and I just have to stand out in the middle and look back at the, the members and you get like a little shiver. It's just amazing to think that um, for me personally, it's the, the best ground in the world and I'm the curator at it. So. I am very, very lucky. And you do a great job. And they do say if you find something you love, uh, you don't really work a day of your exactly. life. Is that, is that what this kind of job is? It totally is, yeah. yeah I totally agree with that. Um, it's a joy to come here. Uh, I, I, it's not just in my work, but in the people. Um, I've found the people at the SCG and, and the, the staff have been very welcoming. and. Um, it just makes it the, the whole experience so much. Um, it's just better to work at. So no, it's been great. Where did it all start? Where, where did it all absolutely start? So Obviously, I, I know of the first Oval. Yeah, I was always a green thumb. So mm. 
from a very, very early age, mum and dad had a, a big block of land in Hurstville and I wanted to put a veggie patch up the back. So um, I dug up the ground and built a little garden and just started from there. I just loved, loved growing plants, loved being in the garden. And then um, at the end of school, I got a job with a landscaper and, and realised that um, this is what I wanted to be, be working with plants and growing plants and I just had a knack at it. And then um, mum and dad talked me into um, going for a job with the council because they gave a good career, you could do an apprenticeship and um, you get educated and, and, and thought that that was the, the best for me at a young age. Um, so I just went for a job at Hurstville, applied as an apprentice and got that. So and that's when it all started. I started as a landscaper and then moved into um, a golf course, worked on Hurstville Golf Course and then um, into Hurstville Oval and started preparing wickets and that's when I knew that um, I had the great job satisfaction I could. Um, the feeling of walking away after you're preparing a, a, a good wicket, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, it's a great feeling. Yeah, a, a real sense of satisfaction. Yeah. We, we mentioned before about that whole idea of mentoring young people. The other message that is important to give to young people, I know in, in my industry, and I try to have a chat with as many people as I can to give whatever advice they want. Yep. But that whole idea of, hey, it's not the old guy talking, it's just you need to do what you need to do to get to the job you want because yep. you can't just think it's going to happen straight away you you you're, you've just told us how you got here and and that is so important isn't it yeah definitely um i just work hard and that's what you need to do so i worked as hard as i could um and yeah just tried to pr pr produce the best service i could every week in week out didn't matter who the user was so. and it makes you a lot more comfortable in your job now doesn't it because of all that hard work that you did all that trial and error throughout the course of your career when you've uh, got the big stage in front of you and they say well Adam got your job to prepare this pitch you feel a lot more at ease with it don't you? Definitely definitely yeah. just with the experience as well with preparing so many pitches in all those years um, knowing what to look for and, 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 and um, knowing when a grass you know needs to be backed off or you know needs to give it a rest or it's under stress so these are the things that you learn over a long period of time. A lot of rules around international cricket, uh, particularly these days. Uh, there's a certain point in time where you hand the ground over to the International Cricket Council, and there's only so much you can do in the period of that test match. Yeah, exactly. So uh, once that first ball's um, bowled, um, I'm in the hands of the umpires. So then I'm instructed by them. So any works or anything that needs to be done, they, it has to come from the umpires. Um, yeah, from the start of play. So. Yeah, so only dusting. To, is, there, is, there, is, there a, is there a minimum that you can do of, of dusting or anything? No, or basically it's just cleaning. So we're allowed to go out and, and sweep back from the five foot mark back to the crease. Um, we clear that off for them and to remark lines, um, but we're not allowed to touch the wicket at all. Um, we're allowed to roll for seven minutes in between innings and um, that's at the discretion of the uh, captain. Yep. Um, he can pick which role he wants. Um, so yeah, we're, we're basically um, in the hands of the captains and the, the umpires. I suppose that's one of the things you really need to do with, you know, stating the obvious here, with your young staff, you speak to them, okay, we've got a meeting next week, and you, you I don't know, enforce for them, we cannot 
touch yes, this. Yeah, uh, they're, they're well aware. They're, they're, they're actually great kids. They're, they're, they're all learning really well. So mm. um, we all go through that. I have a little meeting on the start of the test. and um, I, I want them to be on the on the ball, but I also want them to enjoy themselves as well. So. And, and put in long hours because it, it, it goes it goes out the door, doesn't it? The whole yeah. idea of uh, whether whether it's a seven to three day, it's, they're long days, aren't they? But they're they good are. days. Through the test, they are long days. Um, we through the year we're able to run two shifts, so um, you know we, we're not. I try and, we're not overworked at all. But during the test time, people want to be here. Um, it's a great experience. So. Um, well, what time do you get here on uh, test day and leave? Oh, I normally get in about 5, 5.30. And what time are you out here? 7 or 8 o'clock. Yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's, yeah, it's yeah. A, that, that's someone who's committed and yeah, you, know, you have to be. Yeah, just having your eyes on it, just mm -hmm. making sure things are done right. And, and um, yeah, I just, you can't make any mistakes. So. Mm. But you're all sense of pride for your family as well, wouldn't it? It is, it yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, mum and dad are very proud. So. No, it's been great. Well, good on you, Adam. All the very best for the Test match, Sydney. Uh, in of course, uh, just you know, not far from now, early part of 2020, Australia taking on New Zealand. We're looking forward to a great Test. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for today.